Now, sometimes in this job, you really do hear it all, all kinds of stories. And this next one might actually fit into that category. It's about an unlikely friendship between a local resident and a crow. Yes, a crow. uh, Jake Huang is with us now, Falls Creek resident operator of Aristot. Good morning, Jake. Uh, Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for being here, too. Now, I'm very skeptical that you can actually make friends with a crow, Jake, but is that what you did? Yeah, I mean, we can call it that. I think with animals, you know, I can't read their brains. No one really can, but we made this connection over time. We recognize each other. Um, So, yeah, I think I'll call it a friendship as much as you can be friends with a wild animal. Okay, well, how did this start? Take me back to the very beginning. You you took daily walks along the seawall? Yeah, uh, I would take regular walks. I always loved observing animals. Anyways, so there's lots of crows around there. And I noticed this one in particular because he had a limp, so he was recognizable. That was about two years ago, and it sort of developed almost serendipitously after that. In what way? How do you mean? How did you notice something was going on here? Well, I noticed, as I mentioned, that he had a limp um, and kind of a twisted right foot. And I was concerned, so I wanted to keep an eye out to see if maybe he needed help or I needed to bring him into a rehab center. But after taking more walks and seeing him pretty regularly around the seawall and Falls Creek, I noticed that he was doing all right. And after some deliberation, I decided just to keep an eye on him. If he got worse, I would bring him in for help. But he did perfectly fine. And over time, I began to just pick him out from the crowd. I started giving him a little bit of food here and there because sort of out of care, sort of out of curiosity. And he recognized me after a while. So he would come and find me uh, on my daily walks. Wow. Jake, now, you know, or did you know before this, just how incredibly smart crows can be? Yeah, it's one of the many things that made me quite fascinated about them because I knew they could recognize humans. I knew they could solve puzzles and use tools and just have quite remarkable social lives as well. So did you realize that, oh, I I think this guy's waiting for me every day? Yeah, uh, I have one particularly vivid memory where I didn't really expect this to happen over time, but I was on my walk and he landed on this overhang right above me. And it was one of the first times I remember him coming to find me. And he would just watch and uh, just sort of out of curiosity and observation and I would, you know, put a peanut down or something, and he would immediately fly down and get it. But always, you know, crows are quite cautious creatures, always from uh, a little bit of a distance. And there was a time I was gone from the area for a few months, and I didn't expect to see him again because that had been so long. But I went out on my walk, and a crow landed on a tree very close by, And I was really shocked because I really didn't think he would remember me or come find me, but he did after all that time. Okay, that's impressive. So you're gone for four months, you come back and you think, hey, this is is my friend. This is the same crow. Yeah, it was really... It's really amazing because I knew they had that capability. I just didn't... I, I didn't expect that to happen. Have you named this friend of yours? Yeah, I call him Fabian um, <laughs> out of... <laughs> I know, Uh, out of, uh, it's just inspired by this book I once read, but 
yeah, he doesn't answer to that name. No, of course. Uh, well, I mean, he's smart, but not <laughs> apparently not that, that, that smart. Yeah. Now, normally, you know, Jake, I know people are kind of freaked out by crows, especially during nesting season, right? Because they can be aggressive. Did you have ever worry about that? Um, no, because I, I think I understood uh, why. I think with a lot of animals, if you understand their behavior or look at things from various perspectives, things become less scary and just more interesting. So during nesting season, I would meet aggressive parents, but I knew they were protecting their young. So usually I would keep my distance and respect that, or I might put down a peace offering. And with Fabian, because over time he learned to trust me or at least respect that I wasn't going to hurt him, I watched him nest uh, with his mate two years in a row and I watched his babies fledge and learn to fly and play and he would let me actually be sort of nearby and watch that happen which is quite remarkable. Okay wait a minute how much time are you spending with this crow Jake? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well I over time like I didn't have time to go on walks every day or anything but um, every few days I would go out and even if I wasn't deliberately looking for him he would be around and they have their usual territories before they fly back home at night to Burnaby. So it wasn't hard to find him or for him to find me. It was just sort of bumping into each other. And he, he would nest in a similar area, too. Right. Why do you think it's so important for people to hear about this? Some people are kind of scared of crows, or maybe they just don't think enough about our local wildlife. Uh, I think it's because it's really important to have a connection with the other animals, we share an environment with, especially with climate change and more concern about the environments around us. I think it's important to start in our own backyards. And it's very easy, I think, to start exercising some empathy and curiosity about everything that lives around us. Because even in the small area I take walks in, I've noticed so many species and so many lives unfolding right underneath our eyes. I think we're sometimes too busy to notice that, but just slowing down a bit and seeing that really helps build that connection and empathy and compassion for all the lives around us. I think that's especially important these days. That's very true. So have you seen Fabian lately? Yes, I have. Um, He has quite a big family. And like I mentioned, crows are really social. And especially in the winter when Nesting season is over, they're slightly less territorial, so they all come together and socialize. And I see him and I see a lot of his family and friends as well. They're so smart, aren't they, Jake? Like, isn't that amazing? Like, I'm sure from the moment that you first kind of fed them a little bit, you knew they got what was going on. Yeah, I. so much of this happened almost coincidentally, but I began to realize that, yeah, they observe everything that's going on and they know and all of this happens under our noses. They have these really complex lives. I know, this sounds like a children's book, Jake. What are you going to do with this story? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it was just important um, that I share it because it was so meaningful for me, but it was also an exercise for me in sort of inspiring me to be continuously curious and observant of the animals around us that we share our space with. And I think that really motivated me to share it. So I've been filming him and his family and also other animals in the area over time. And that's sort of where I'm coming from. I would like to, I like to document these stories. I like to share them uh, just sort of out of 
curiosity and interest for their lives. Yeah, do you put this online? Or, and like, if so, where can people find it? Uh, I have a YouTube channel under my online handle, which is Aerospot, so A-R-I-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T. Uh, I have so many videos I have to edit and organize, but that's where I share what I film. I would love to see some of those. Well, Jake, thanks so much for being with us this morning. Thank you for having me here.